How many of you ever heard of a man named John Bunyan? Yeah. John Bunyan lived uh, back in 1678. The Lord gave him a, poured out on him a, a book. And of course, it's called The Pilgrim's Progress. What's the number one selling book of all time? Does anybody know? Always has been, right? Since the beginning of the printing press, the Bible's first book ever off, the first book off the printing press, it's been number one ever since. Do you know what number two book is? The Pilgrim's Progress. Number two book of all times in the world is The Pilgrim's Progress. And this is the, this morning, that's what they're going to uh, work out. And, and they, what we have now is a, is a children's book about that, and that's what they've been teaching them about this. So it's going to be a wonderful morning for you, and I'm just going to preach to you just for a few minutes. Am I on up here, John? Nope. Somebody read that for me. Good job, kids. Good job. Y'all know what road rage is? Now, last week we talked about humility. We'll be back on humility a little bit next week, maybe just a few minutes today. But, you know, a road rage is, a, you know, you get down that road and you're heading somewhere and it's a journey. It's a journey, it's a journey wherever you're going. And, and we're tempted all the time and, and with all kinds of things. We get on that road. A lot of us are going, if you're Vicky, you're going 80 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour, with driving your car with your, with your knee. Road rage, road rage is one of those things that kind of just messes up when we get out there. It's like, what did I do? You know, what did I do? You don't even know what you did, and all of a sudden, it's how you react to it. And it's, it's this journey that we're on, we're all on it. And it, it's how we react to the things that are going to happen. Because as, as, I tell you, as a Christian, these things are going to happen, right? I mean, they're coming after you upside down, left, right, and wherever you turn around, it's something different going to hit you. But you're on a, you're on a, you're on a journey, and uh, you just have to understand those things are always going to come. And, that's, and when God poured out this gift to, to John Bunyan, it was a gift to help us. And, and because, because it's such a powerful book, it's number two of all times, it's a, it teaches us and helps us to understand what's coming next on the road, on this journey we're on. And my dad used to take me out in the woods when I was a kid, and we'd do hunting and all that kind of stuff, and he'd always say, grab a stick, Paul, and he'd grab a stick, grab a walking stick. And I would say, okay, okay, Dad, and a lot of times this would be a little stick, and I'd be a little kid. And I'd say, Dad, what do I need a stick for? He says, well, he says, you, you get the stickers out of your way with that stick. You push things out of the way. If a snake comes on, you can get it out of there with that stick. So it, it's something to help us. And, and the Bible is our stick. Amen? These things, it helps us. It, it helps understand these things are coming after you. You're going to walk up with some briars, whatever it might be. And what John, uh, John did with the book here is he's showing us this path of what's going to happen. And that's what we're going to learn today. So God poured out a gift into John Bunyan's spirit to show all pilgrims along life's journey a real and accurate account of the pathway every Christian will follow all the way home to the celestial city. Where are we heading to? Amen. <laughs> I love these kids. In Proverbs 14, 4, verse 18, 19, but the path of the just is like the shining sun. 
Now, y'all get up, I get up kind of early in the morning, I watch that sun come up. I know Nancy loves to watch the sun rise in the morning. It's something, to me, it's just one of the best times in the morning. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines even brighter into that perfect day. And what that's telling me is that as that in the mornings it's dark and it's hard to see. You can see, you know, if I got a horse that gets out, I got a horse that's been getting out. And you can see that horse just barely. But when that sun comes up, you start to see clearly. And as your life starts to, to grab hold, and as you're walking down this journey of life, the farther you get, the more you see, the more you understand God, the, the more you see, the brighter it gets. And that's what we're looking for. That's what it's telling us. In 19, it says, the way of the wicked is like darkness. They, they don't understand this light. They can't see it because they're always walking in darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. And that's a scary place to be. We can see these things coming. If we pay attention to, to the things that God has given us, such as the, of this Pilgrim's Progress and His Holy Word, if we pay attention to these things, we can see them coming. We can take that Bible or we can take whatever we, and we just shove them out of the way. We see them coming. We're without excuse. Are you guys ready? You're waiting on me, aren't you? Let's pray, and then we're going to get these wonderful children up here. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come before you this morning, Lord, we thank you for John Bunyan, Lord, and, and, and what you poured out into his spirit. And for hundreds of years, people have read. They've been amazed. They've been able to put their lives right in each page of that book, Father, because these things that come up, we know about them. And you've given us plenty of warning. But you've also told us that you're always with us. And you'll be with us. Lord, bless this morning. And thank you for the, the wonderful leaders that have led these children throughout this year and teaching them such a wonderful memories. Lord, we ask you to bless this day. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All yours. I'm just going to keep you a few minutes and we're going to close up. The mountain of caution, where every follower of Christ learns to be careful not to stray from the path as we journey the road that leads us home. And that's what we've witnessed this morning in a lot of different ways. I hope it touched your heart. Be careful to follow those whom God entrusts with your edification. One of the things I'd like to stress this morning is as is, is, is God laid on this man's heart to write this book. And if you haven't never read the original book of it, I, I, I would hardly recommend that you go get that. As you saw the Christian running around, God always sent people to him to help him get past this. He knows, God knows that we need this help. And as I was thinking about what this message really meant to me and to the, to the church today is that uh, we are to, to help those behind us. There's people in front of me that God had put in front of me over the years that were mentors, and, and I would listen to them, and I would, sometimes I would listen with, a, with an open ear, and other times I'd listen with, with a closed ear. But God, he entrusts these people he entrusts people into your lives that will help you. He brings people around. And if you'll open your heart, you'll see those people clearly. You'll see the ones that God has put in your path to help you and the ones that Satan has put in your path to throw you off. 
Be careful to follow those whom God entrusts with your edification. These are, these are people and, and churches and, and things that God has, has just blessed you with. Listen to them. They're the ones that are moving the sharp edges. That you don't have to get cut. That you don't have to be scarred from the life that we live. You can bypass those things if you'll pay attention. I hear people tell me, well, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, and I've been praying over it. And I'll look and I'll say, you know, that's just not, I just don't see that. And the the, the strange thing about that is when, when people make up their minds, they don't listen to the people that are in front, the people that have gone ahead. They've made up their mind, and then all of a sudden they say, I'm going to pray over it. But one of the things I've always, I've always found strange is that every time they say they're going to pray over it, it never changes. It always goes ahead and does whatever they plan to do in the begin with. Every single person always does go right ahead and do it. And then, but there may be two or three people that God's put in front of their lives that says, no, that's the wrong path, but I'm going to pray over it. Well, I'm glad you're praying over it, but if you're not praying with an open mind, then these things will come up and destroy you. So maybe those people that God has put in front of you, maybe you should listen to some of their wisdom that God is bringing them around to help you, to keep from being scarred. Be careful to follow those whom God entrusts with your edification. That our work removing the rough edges that will leave you scarred upon your journey. You also must be careful to remove the boulders Listen to me. You also, there's people behind you. You need to remove the boulders along the path of those God has entrusted to you to lead, helping them along their journey. Don't we have a wonderful Lord? He doesn't leave us alone. And and sometimes God just sends us these perfectly wonderful angels that are people that love the Word of God and have been trusted by God to help us. D.G. Morris, I've talked about him many times, he's been gone for several years now, was my mentor, one of my mentors. God put him in my life at a time that I needed it most. He was 80-some years old. He's a retired pastor. I couldn't figure out why. But I'd pick him up and take him to breakfast every Friday morning for two years. Sometimes I'd almost have to carry him. It was twofold. DG still had much to give out. And I was the subject that he was giving it out to. But he also needed me to encourage him by saying, you're still needed. You're still loved. So God was working out miracles for both of us. And I can tell you, if it wasn't for that man, his love for people that was teaching me to love, I wouldn't be here. Some of you are just that way. God has entrusted you with his word that you may in return give it back. And the church needs to learn that and keep doing it. Together we journey the pathway that leads to the celestial city. Amen? We all do it together. Together we do it as a church. Why is the church so important? I need you and you need me. 
We need each other. If you don't understand that, then you're just not clearly understanding the, the word of God yet. Philippians 2.4, this, this, this says it all right here. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also the interest of others. So what I've just told you is backed up. Everybody say amen. amen. If I go through this life only looking at myself, the self is all I've got. But when I open my heart up, to looking around those that I'm called to help, those behind me and those in front of me. Life becomes so much different, doesn't it? It becomes so much more. Humility destroys the boulder that are designed by evil to slow you down. I love this word humility, and we're going to be preaching on it for probably for a while. Humility, it destroys those boulders. They just crumble up as nothing. That are designed by evil to slow us down. And that's what we saw this morning through these kids. Wasn't that a wonderful time? Everybody give those kids a good hand. And all the adults that worked with him, Sandy and Sarah and so many more. I've seen Robin over here. I've seen Davida. I've seen a lot of them work with these kids. We have a lot, of, a lot of children in this church, and boy, it can get overwhelming at times. But I'll tell you what, without them, we're dying. <laughs> God has entrusted us with them. We are truly blessed. Words for your week. You are the pilgrim. There you go. Give it to him, John. You are the pilgrim in the progress of your Christian journey. You. You. Some of you, when we first started, you had that backpack. Christian had the backpack on his back. Now, I'm not so naive to think that everybody's got their backpack off in here today. Some of you got a backpack that's full of stuff. It's full of regrets. It's full of things that have just tried to weigh you down, tried to slow you down. I don't know who you are, and that doesn't matter because God knows. And that backpack will get heavier and heavier as sin corrupts and takes over your life more and more. But like many of us in here, there's a lot of hope. You can let that backpack go. You can be freed from it for eternity. And as you saw with the children today, that's the first step. The journey's yet to happen. And those things are going to come after you as the children so well displayed out here this morning. But the church is how we get through it together. So if you've got a backpack on your back and you've not let God take it off of your life yet, if you've not come to the cross of Christ and surrender those things, and I'm offering you an opportunity this morning. And you say, well, I've heard all about that. A true surrender is the backpack disappears. You don't go back and you pick it up. You leave it alone. You let it go. It doesn't belong to you anymore. Amen, amen. 
That sin doesn't belong to me anymore. Say, it doesn't belong to me anymore. It's not mine. We have a Savior that died, a King that died, God, to remove that from you. I'm going to say this one more time. I said this a thousand times. I'm going to say it over and over again. It's not how much you know. It's how much you love what you know. Everybody got that? You don't have to be a scholar. You have to love God. And he removes these things from your life. And then you start to learn. There's many people out there know the Bible inside and out, but yet they, yet have, they don't love it. They don't love it. You learn to love it when you let the burdens go and let Christ take over your life. You fall in love with God. And all those journey you're going to have will be tough and all kinds of things going on. If you pay attention to those people God puts in front of you that he's entrusted with his word, it will go so much smoother for you. And not paying attention, we're back to usual, usually called pride. You think you've got the better path. You think you've got the better idea. Well, why did God put somebody in front of your life to begin with? It was to help you. And pride will always try to push that away. Let humility reign in your life. Amen? Let's stand. I'm going to put these tables up.